At the start of the 20th century, France, Switzerland and San Marino were the only European nations to have a republican form of government. All the rest were monarchies. Today, there's only 12 monarchies left in Europe, but only 7 of them are kingdoms. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm not Scottish, apparently. And I'm French. And I'm said German, Jan. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, you, don't, you, don't. You, you sound like you had an equally tiresome day, at least, as I have. Yeah, don't, don't even ask. It's not even tired. I'm physically exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's basically the same procedures every week. It was mainly gardening. That and, um, well, also I did clean up a little bit around the house and I found a... Um, box of uh how do how they're called like weights for for weight training mm -hmm. yeah still like in their like oh, 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 yeah yeah originally wrapped <laughs> it's like stuff from like <laughs> i think i bought them after we moved and just like put them in the corner <laughs> in the cellar and just forgot about them so yeah i found them and i had the great idea of uh just putting everything together and just putting them next to my computer while working out of home office so nice. whenever I get bored or I have a rule, like every hour I have that alarm clock going off. So I get up if I'm not in a call or I have to answer emails and I just start basically pumping weights while just reading stuff from work. And um, I've been a little bit too obs uh, obsessive with it the last couple of days. So my arms are on fire. Yeah. And because I'm such a smart guy and I did not think about that, I actually had gardening work to do this week. I also did the gardening and I just carried around heavy stuff in the garden. And we on the Sunday, actually, we we had some friends coming over, which was a great help. They invited themselves for some white sausage um, breakfast. Like the Bavarian white sausage style breakfast. Weisswurst? Yes. Some was, of them even brought I was, beer. I was scared for a second. Okay. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, um, they helped planting um, geraniums that I've ordered. So they all arrived and it was about 100 or 220 of them. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, but Wait we were so done in, a, in the back. Of, that's where I got rid of all the ivy. Uh -huh. And I wanted something new because I need something that's actually where the roots um, fasten the underground. Okay. So with yeah. the next big rain, the the whole hill is not falling on my house, basically. <laughs> so yeah. that's what we did. Yeah. Probably they we were done pretty fast with it, but it's just digging holes. It's just cutting down green stuff. Um, there's... Um, the temperatures are dropping in Germany again and we actually had rain all day today so I was trying to get everything oh, done yesterday oh, wait till I'll tell you about my yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no way was probably not that that much different at the moment yeah so that that was uh, basically putting it together so today was the final stretch of it I drove away with my car like I filled up my car three times to the brim with uh, a total of 14 bags of um, just stuff that I cut out of the garden. And it was each bag was around 270 liters. That's a lot. Okay, yeah. Well yeah. Done. That's, that's a decent haul. So yeah. yesterday I've been basically grinding everything down. I've sent you guys a video and today, uh, and yesterday I, I pulled down some of the bags and today I pulled them down even further, put them into the car, drove them up, emptied the bags, put everything back in, drove back, loaded on the next one, and so on and so on. With, of course, doing my usual training, walking, everything in the morning. So I'm just completely spent at the moment. <laughs> but enough about me. How about you guys? Well, I'm just going to say, it, it's a lot faster to clean a garden if you just set fire to it. I was so, actually thinking about that, yeah. You can... <laughs> <laughs> people can read about it on the news next week. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, probably. they did that in California with great success. They cleared a whole lot of land. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're definitely going to read on the news if I try to do that shit. Because <laughs> I live next to an old medieval castle with an old medieval stairway, which is partly, like, one part is stone. The other one is very dry, very old wood. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe scratch that. Yeah. How about you, Red? 
What's what's your shenanigans? Uh, ba- baby buttons on walls? Was that it? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. My my walls are now as smooth as baby butts. So that. <laughs> oh right, the other way around. Sorry. Yeah. I, I misunderstood the message. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, yeah, I've been sanding uh, walls for the past three or four days, um, which 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 I'm very happy it's done. It's it's finally over, and I can. Last uh, three or four days. It feels like it's been three or four weeks. No, because I I have sanded them already once, then covered them in smoothing coating, and then I had to re-sand them one oh, more time. Okay. So it oh. was the second sanding. Now that that's completely done. Okay. Oh, that was you sanding, not a re, <laughs> not the um scene out of uh, what was it called, Scarface. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah, I, I made the joke that I was uh, uh, because for people that didn't follow my Instagram, I posted a, a, a short story about me uh, getting done with the sanding of the walls, and I was covered in white dust. So yeah, I, I made the joke that I'm uh, now I was or I'm now a bearded middle middle aged white man um, because of all the dust I had on my face. But yeah, hmm. um, so I was super dirty for the past few days, and now it's done. So I can just wash the walls with a wet sponge just to get rid of the dust. Uh, and when it's dry, I will finally be uh, be able to start painting all the walls. So need a little bit of prep uh, with uh, masking tape and uh, probably something on the flooring, but it doesn't really matter because I'm going to get rid of it anyway. I'm going to change it uh, next week when the paint will be done. So yeah, not much. Uh, I've, I've sent... Um, the leather sheath that I was making for customers, I'm I'm really happy yeah, how it turned the out. The Leatherman thing, mm-hmm. yeah, ex- absolutely. Uh, I totally forgot to take pictures and post pictures, so I'm uh, uh, that yeah, but that's okay. Um, I hope you will like them. Uh, but yeah, I was pretty happy with the this custom order. And other than that, not much. Um, kid is back at school. He's he's um, he's okay now. He had COVID for the past two weeks, ten days. So now he's back at school. Wife is working. I'm working on the apartment uh, all day, every day. And yeah, not much happened. Uh, Video. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, a video that video. nobody watched. So that's cool. I, I also haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I oh, did. Busy. Yeah, 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 indeed. He, he, he left a nice comment. Um, thank you, by the way. But I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, my, my channel is not the, the best channel to make um, product reviews, uh, even though I'm super interested in laser and gravel. So I understand that people are not expecting me to post laser engravers review videos. Uh, that, it, that's it fine. It might also be a little bit of, oh, it's another laser engraver video because that's like, did you do three in a row? Yeah, that, no, that, that's the third one. Uh, and yeah. that, that that's, that's probably uh, the last one uh, because... I have enough laser engravers now, <laughs> and all of your, and, and also, and so do all of your friends. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, hey, I didn't get one. You will, you will, you will get one. Oh, okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, so no, yeah. I, I, plus, plus, um, I don't have the time right now to make um, videos um, on a regular basis. So, I'm, I'm not taking a real break from making videos because I have two already shot that I just need to edit and to publish. Um, one including the 3D printer from Eligood that I received last month, or was it two months ago? I don't remember. But anyway, with the apartment, I'm super busy, so I just need mm. to keep working. The problem is when I'm working in the apartment from like nine in the morning till four or five, sanding walls, uh, which is not easy. It's kind of physically demanding to have this... Even even a, a light, quote unquote, light palm sander above your head to just be able to reach yeah. the the ceiling, uh, it's kind of exhausting at the end of the day. So when I'm coming, when I come back home, I I I'm I just want to rest and and play with the kiddo, uh, frostpunk that we beat we beat 
together, oh, which was great. We got the final, great. the seed vault. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It, 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 nice. It was was super nice. Uh, we also beat uh, Portal Two together, the cooperation Ooh. thing, because cool. he had uh, finished Portal One and Two. So yeah, um, and we were supposed to buy him Breath of the Wild number two. Which has been delayed again, so will be out yeah. next yes. year. So Spring that's we'll get him Elden Ring. It's nearly the same game. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. But get him, get him Skyward Sword. That one's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, I've 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 uh, spotted a few games that I will probably buy him in the upcoming weeks. And Brett, uh, our captain, was was kind enough to uh, send me a, a text message about uh, another game that could uh, be nice for my mm-hmm. my son. So and definitely well, if he, is if he likes Breath of the Wild. If you want to go the Greek route, uh, Phoenix Rising is a lot of fun. Yeah, there is also this one. Yeah. So, but I don't want to spoil him with one one game every months or every week because he's, yeah. he's gonna get used to it and then I, I will have to buy many more oh it's it's the early teachings of a um sh- pile of shame <laughs> when it comes to that some have it yeah. with projects other ones have it with video games <laughs> no but <laughs> he, he basically get one new game for um every special occasion like birthdays or christmas or stuff like that mm. uh nice. and he, so so yeah he the plan was he gets a new game for a special occasion and spend the next two or three months playing with it until the next occasion and the next game. Problem is, he's, he's pretty damn good at video games. So he finishes the game way before the next special occasion. So As I said... Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> think about that. Him for a while. <laughs> yeah, Just let him play good. Skyrim. Skyrim. See you when you graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Skyrim could could keep him busy for for a while, yeah. But yeah. He's, he's a little bit young for that. No, but there's yeah. A... I'm thinking like Skyrim might also, also like uh, there's a lot of Elden Ring that you could let him play zones and areas and all that. That's not scary at all mm-hmm. because it's it's just open air and sunshine usually. But then yeah. again, night happens and then bats appear and yeah, massive monsters and things like that. Yeah, and so that all it takes is one wrong turn into a cave and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Here comes no, nightmares. He, I'm sure you will play Elden Ring at some point, but but yeah, not yeah, now. Yeah, no a, in, I'm, in a, I'm just making fun. In a few years, um, so yeah, we've been, we've been playing. I've been sanding, and and that's pretty much my week. So, what about yeah. you, Raz? Uh, yeah, my week has been a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had. Well, I mentioned the crazy job offer I got last week mm-hmm. about the big cable drum that needed modification. Yeah. yeah. Well, I gave them a stupid price and stupid callback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so the last couple of days I have been... Well, first I like used my wizarding powers that I got from Jamie to ma- f- fashion it up in 3D to actually get all of the dimensions, weights and all of that correctly. Uh, sending that off to the client, they, they liked it, they paid the deposit, uh, and... Then I had to like order steel for four thousand euros and get a crane and wow. all kinds of heavy, sh- stupid shit that I have not done before. Yeah. But it's exciting. Um, so yesterday and today we've been on site in the harbor of Oslo, uh-huh. uh, doing probably things you're not allowed to do in a harbor in Oslo, like even though it's like climbing like, on like, pallets or stuff like that. I was thinking more like using the oxyacetylene torch. Uh, yeah, that too. On pallets. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When OSHA becomes oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, though, like, uh, so my client, uh, or my the, the one who gave me this job, he is a subcontractor for this large Singaporean company working basically with underwater excavators. Mm-hmm. That's the long and short of it. So the, the, the drum I'm modifying now has like two kilometers of underwater umbilical cable on it yeah which is both high voltage and fiber optics and all of those things to power a submergible underwater robot kind of thing which is basically what they use to dig uh and submerge uh, or dig down cables like power lines and gas and oil pipes and all of that so i assume that kind of cable is very expensive in itself yeah the value of the cable i think is 230,000 euros oh yeah Okay. And we are trying to set fire to it. 
which is not what they <laughs> I recommend. I just want to say, yeah. I can't wait to see that robot go tits up and Rasmus <laughs> leaving the country. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is which is why I also had a con- had a conversation with uh, a lawyer and an engineer and like everything else in between. Also needed to contact my accountant and say, hey, I'm not doing criminal activity, but uh, I, I need to send an invoice for a stupid amount of money. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got, I, I, the funny, the funny thing is that like they, they were really afraid of using, uh, uh, um, I backtrack, I nearly finished a sentence and I didn't, uh, the one who brought me to this job is subcontractor for this large Singaporean company. He flew into Oslo on Monday, no, no warning at all. And just texted me and say, what's the, what did the hotel recommend in Oslo? I mean, I'm here now. <laughs> nice. And I was like, well. Here's one like pretty much dead set the downtown barcode of Oslo near the Opera, really nice and fancy, and it's one of the closest to the dockyard where we're working at, or the shipyard where we're working. Uh, so he booked in there and he showed up on site on Tuesday and started helping out and giving advice. And then today he did half the job. Nice, <laughs> even better. You're paid for to watch the guy doing the the job you're yeah. supposed to do. Well, I, and, and I have another friend with me helping out, and both of them actually have like experience and certificates when it comes to welding and using the oxyacetylene torch and all of that. Like I hit things with a hammer. That's the only thing I'm good at. So I was just standing back and watching things, to, uh, making sure things weren't ca- uh, catching fire, and then moving pallets around so they could like climb up and get access to new points. Have you have you been able to to get something from from them? Uh, do, I'm not I'm, I'm not going to say doing the job, but but working with you with these new tools that you now have, like that oxyacetylene uh, thingy. In, in in what sense do you mean? Like what, what, getting what, new tools? Yeah, getting new tools and and how to use them because you you, you said um, oh, it's probably not your first time using oxyacetylene torch, I, I, right? Yeah, we, we used it barely in school. Okay. I know how, I know I technically know how to operate it, but mm-hmm. I don't have any finesse. Okay, and I've I haven't really done it in eight years or something. So that's that's something new for you because if I remember correctly, in one of our past episodes, uh, you said that you never had the experience of working with other people on a specific project, right? Yeah. So that's the first. How is it going for you? I mean, in in this case, I'm more or less just making sure that we do the job right, keeping all the measurements in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's just doing the management, stepping back and looking at things. And oh, you're getting paid without working. That's called a foreman. Oh, okay. So I'm, a fo- I'm the foreman on the job. Um, <laughs> but, but no, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, people are gonna give a shit for that. But. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, no, but but honestly, that's that's the thing I do now. I I try to make sure that uh, because we don't really have much, we don't have time to do uh, to do this job again, mm-hmm. and we're also cutting into a massive steel drum that is specifically engineered to only work in the configuration it is. Yeah. And I, I can I can I can ramble on a lot about the details on it, but long story short is like there's the, the the center drum that everything is coiled up on, and there's a flange on either end, and this flange is corrugated, so there's big grooves and going in and out, big thin sheet metal, mm-hmm. and then there's a thick what they call a header band going around it that's twenty mil thick or something and eighty mil wide. And that's mm-hmm. you, got, you have to going to replace that. Uh, well, in theory we should, but we don't. We need to remove it to get the clearance. We need to get it onto the airplane, airplane afterwards. Yeah. So we 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 can't put anything in replace. And then him coming on site, uh, Rob, the Scotsman, which is why I, all of my Instagram stories today was Scottish because I I I, I'm, I convert whenever I talk to other people. Um, <laughs> uh, but like he he said like no, they do a lot of shit to these drums uh, on site in in Asia. So it's like he knows where we can push the limit. Okay. But then of course. It still has 18 tons of cable on it. Yeah. So things can go iffy. And when we were starting to cut the header band on, suddenly it lifted up a, uh, like half a millimeter. Uh-huh. And it, it was, it was, it's big enough that you notice it, uh, the whole system that moved. And then as he started cutting on the other side, he could sort of, he was sitting on top of the drum, he could feel it shifting a little bit. So I'm like, okay, we'll stop here yeah. and we'll get some big bits of flat bar and weld that across to stiffen it. Yeah. And then we'll cut a hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's it's a lot of things of and like I need to remove thirty centimeters, so we're also cutting notches into the side of it, and I got some bracket plasma cut to make basically corners of the bottom of it. I'll I'll get some pictures up uh, on the Instagram, but it's a lot of engineering and there's a lot of making sure that things are done right and mayhem. Please do me one favor. If you have to replace um, like any bar on this one, please do some twists in it. Like just put something forged <laughs> in there and weld it on there. No, we, we don't have time, sadly. I, I would love to really, really, really mess with them in some way uh, and, and still get the job done. Like That's a right. nice really. Is that Damascus? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I love I love the idea, but we don't have time. Uh oh, too bad. I, yeah, I, I go back to Crane in tomorrow for uh between two and four o'clock two and three o'clock. And that's basically before that we need to take the new crib that's going to stand on and put that on top, which in itself that piece weighs six hundred kilos now. Mm-hmm. So we need to get that on top. And then we need to attack that building well, in place before the truck arrives. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to flip it 180 degrees and put it back down again on the new crib. And then we need to cut up the another section of the new top of it so to make it small enough to go on the airplane and all of that. I, I know you don't have time to dismiss something, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be more warning labels on that thing than when it <laughs> first arrived. I mean... I have this one of those stickers where it says for rectal use only <laughs> in my backpack. Uh, so I, I might have to go out. On you know where it's going. <laughs> on the tip of the cable. It, yeah. Uh, let's move on from there. <laughs> Before I get into some serious trouble. Uh, the other, other good thing that happened uh, recently is that I had my first blacksmithing course here in Oslo. Did you learn something? Oh, no, you were teaching. Sorry. Yes, I was teaching. Okay. I also learned something, uh, which is that it's a really interesting experience to have like really seriously good knife makers on a blacksmithing course. Yeah. So yeah, they specifically wanted to do a knife making course to make their own blades, mm-hmm. so that they can like make the rest of it later on, <laughs> which they they've been doing for I think the, the the youngest one have been doing it for like twelve years or something. How how old was he? Uh, they were all about fifty, early sixties. Okay. Uh, so it it they are all they are all from this knife making club out a bit where where I used to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, in Vestby, for those who care, which is probably no one. Uh, but but it's the whole experience of having someone in and they sort of yeah they are, they are handy they know how to they they were all like blue collar workers to some extent they were all working with their hands. And they all knew exactly what the knife looked like mm-hmm. and exactly what kind of knife they wanted to forge. Okay. So it's a really interesting, interesting, interesting experience to actually just show up and show them how to get there mm-hmm. and then guide them and sort of tell them like, okay, so I see the problem you're having there. Here's how to fix that. And then when it comes to grinding, it was like as posted in the stories, it's like it took, it took me five minutes to give them a demonstration and 15 minutes in, they were grinding like a pro. Nice. But the the really crazy thing to me was that I had five students in and we had one belt grinder. And all of my students finished two knives and the last one was done 10 minutes before we were supposed to end the class. That's pretty good. Wow. That amazed me. I was really anxious that one belt grinder would fuck up everything and the last guy would finish an hour after the time with one knife. But yeah, these guys were just amazing. You need more belt grinders, my friend. I've been talking to John of multi-tool products. We, we might we might be able to do something. Yeah, I hope you will. About that. Yeah. Also about kilns. Nice. But because now I'm rich, bitches. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. You not, will not, be. Not yet. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, after this, I need to actually sum up all of the costs I've had so far uh-huh. and actually send out an invoice so that I hopefully can get paid before they need to get the drum out of the country because they booked a flight on Friday at 5 p.m., after I told them we won't be able to make the deadline because the materials were supposed to only arrive today yeah. and the materials arrived yesterday, but we we weren't ahead enough in schedule of the rest of the thing to get the welding done. So, I mean, everything has gone actually really smooth, but it's still the whole thing of big international corporations and how do I actually get my monies Oh, back? they will they will actually be surprised if you finish on time. Yeah. For international yeah, well, cooperation, that's like a first. <laughs> yeah, well, in in this case, like we are, I gave them, I gave them a quote on five days, and 
uh, like I've spent a lot of time beforehand, like planning and scheduling and yeah. getting as much shit ready as possible. But on-site work, I scheduled for five days, and we have spent one and a half. That's good. That was yeah. because of good planning. If you have to sell it, <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's all me being excellent at doing things. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just really good at calling people. Just and... don't tell them that you have finished the job earlier. I mean, early or earlier yeah. than uh, planned, I'm, because that they, they will maybe doubt the quality of it. Uh, so if you finish on time, that's, I've, that's I've been great. taking lots of pictures uh, along the way, both yeah. of actually like uh, both of like my client working on things, mm -hmm. both to prove that he did this part. That's not our our fault. Okay. And also yeah. like he is here and he's improving things and helping out. And here's progress shots along the way to sort of document a bit of what we're doing, um, because it's a big scary job, and far from being blissful. Is that a segue? Start off. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I was thinking of that one in the shower early today. <laughs> Fantastic. So do you want to take take it away from there, Jan? Yeah, uh, pretty much um, the topic of today would be, uh, I call it my um, own little island of bliss. And for me, at least my interpretation of that is if you're doing exactly what you want to do in the location you want to do it. And that can be a project. That can be a project you've been looking forward to in making kind of stuff when you're in your workshop. That can also be having a cup of coffee in the summer in the morning on your in your garden or on your terrace. Uh, it's just basic. So many times we are in a place that we love, not doing the stuff that we love to do. Mm -hmm. But once in a while, and this is when usually ev every one of us, I believe, gets that feeling. We do exactly what we wanted to do in, at the time in that moment. Like, that's where I'm at right now. This is where I'm absolutely happy. Couldn't get better right now. You're right. You're so right. I had this, this moment um, a few weeks Uh, after we bought the apartment, I went there mm -hmm. very early in the morning to start working on it and just drop all my tools and, and make a list of what I had to do. Um, and I was on the balcony of the apartment. The sun was rising just above the the hill or the mountain, it's rather a mountain uh, in front of the apartment. So just the first, um, it was the really, really first sunlight Um, and it's an unusual, unusual hour for me to be uh, out uh, of the house. And it was that exact feeling of being where I wanted to be, when I wanted to be, because it was my new home and I was mm -hmm. starting working on a renovation. And it was like this magic moment where you have all this um, motivation, hope, Uh, 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 energy drive of, of you know you know it's going to be hard work to remodel or uh, yeah remodel a, a house an apartment and I know what what was ahead of me but mm -hmm. I was still in this perfect moment of happiness yeah where you I, haven't where you haven't it? started yeah I haven't started but 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 I was not afraid of it I, my motivation was at my at, at the highest because it was the new house and I was finally in it starting working on it the 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 weather was beautiful the sunlight was was the it was a new day and it was I took it as a new beginning so to say I, I, I yeah probably sound a little bit cheesy but it was really The, the 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 earliest hour of the day was this new beginning in our lives uh, for me and my family and it was just great to be there and and yeah and I got I got it as well today so weirdly enough when I was in the in the apartment sending these walls I was like It's it's as I, I said earlier. It's it's physical work. It's boring. You are sending walls for the second time, and it's three rooms, so it's 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 exhausting and it's repetitive and it's it's not very exciting. But again, I was working on my new workshop, my future workshop in my own house, and it it couldn't be 
more perfect than that. I was, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it was, yeah, this moment of, I don't want to be somewhere else right now. Yeah. And as a maker, uh, it, it, it was great because I was working on my own place, on my own workshop, the place where I will be making stuff. And I know that making stuff makes me happy. So it's, it's like this, this circle of small happiness, the small moment of, of just looking forward to be working in this place whilst making it. Um, I don't know. It's a weird feeling. For the past few days, I've been super happy to wake up early in the morning because the first thing that I had to do after breakfast was going to the apartment and start working in, on it, which is which which is nice. like the excitement of a new project when you just started something uh, and you are not um, on the downside of your project. Like oh, it's shit. I don't like it. I'm I'm just careful with all the steps that I take in this apartment because it's mm-hmm. not only a, a, a remodel or renovation of an apartment, it's our house. I'm not doing yeah. that for anyone else. It's for yeah. me, my family, my future and and, 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 and everything. So yeah, that's that I, that well. I'm curious exciting. though, is is a lot of this sort of having that moment of set, stepping back and looking at what you've done and thinking about all the possibilities that can come from this? Um, I have the the hope of what will come out of it. I do, I yeah. don't often step back and 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 look at it and say, yeah, I've I've I've, I've done a good job. Or I'm I'm the kind of guy who looks at what what's left to be done. I hmm. I, I I see the defect and and the, the what's left instead of what I've done. When everything will be done in the apartment, for example. I will be like, yeah, I, I did well. We, I'm happy. But after that, I will remodel the bathroom, then the kitchen. And it's nothing done. It's never done for me. I, I, I try to keep my... Um, I, I try to keep project for the future to keep myself busy and my head busy as well. I have some thoughts about that, but I wanted to hear what like one of Rasmus situation but first before I go into it because it was really interesting what you just explained Red but I want to hear what kind of situation Rasmus has for those or when he comes in that situation I well that's so that's the weird thing I don't recall a lot of those big moments of being like oh like this entirety of this is perfect it's more like these five minutes like sitting down of, like, honestly, uh, one of those is sitting down with you, Jan, and Gader at uh, Make It Fair Hanover, mm-hmm. or Make It Fair Hangover, as it should have been called. <laughs> uh, and uh, sitting down on one of the stages when it was raining and just having a beer and just sitting there and kicking back and sort of like, okay, the event is almost over, people are going home, but now it's calm, we can relax, and we can sort of actually slow down a bit. Yeah, That's one of those moments for me. Uh, another is like waking up uh, hiking in the middle of the morning or middle of the morning that's that's the weird sentence <laughs> like at the ass crack of dawn uh, to the, just hearing the birds or watching a deer from your sleeping bag walk by yeah like those moments that's that's blissful to me yeah that is it's really also good. One, it's also one of those today uh, especially compared to yesterday because the, the weather today was really nice I think we nearly had 10 degrees today and sunshine and hardly a cloud and then, of course, playing with fire in the middle of all of that, it's, it's, that's perfect. It was 26 <laughs> yesterday here. Yeah. Yeah. We, have, we had negative five or something this Holy night. Holy shit. Okay. Oh, we're, we're moving towards that right now with the blood rain and Sahara sand and all that yeah. stuff coming in. But, um, but I just want to contrast that to yesterday where we actually had a proper blizzard show up on site. Oh, nice. Oh, oh yeah. not, not like wiped out, but it's like, oh, uh, it was two o'clock and we realized that we can't do anything more today because we needed to get, like, we tried to cut with angle grinder, realized that was a bad idea. So we needed to get an, like new gas bottles for oxyacetylene and all of that malarkey. So it's all like, okay, it's two o'clock and, and, then, uh, and, and looking up and it's like black clouds all over the horizon. I was like, yeah, let, let's, let's head out now. Let's, let's leave. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah, so, and, yeah. No, no, sorry. I was rambling. Go on. <laughs> Coming back to that, I, th- I think it's really funny because it's the exact... I started because 
I kind of wanted to go into that with the little Island of Bliss thing. And it is so funny because you guys are exactly showing two of the signs or two of the uh, examples, what I was thinking about. Uh, for you, Red, is this anticip uh, anticipation, I mm -hmm. think it's called. So yeah. you're like looking forward what can happen with it. Yeah. You said the first thing you said, Raz, was just like looking back, like what you've done or basically at Make a Fair Hanover or Hangover, <laughs> like sitting back when you have it accomplished. And I know those feelings, but I started analyzing for myself because whenever I have that like slight feeling or this where I'm completely happy with the situation at the moment. And um, there's the two parts you were speaking about in it just in really seldom there's a one part where you in the here and now not looking forward to anything not looking back at anything but just at that moment yeah. you're but, happy but, 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 and that's those what are I call I'm talking about and, and this those is moments I'm talking about that, but the, I mean yes but you you but you basically say it as a result of something and read as something that he's looking forward to doing and like the yeah, anticipation okay. with it that's at least how I understand it. But then you said like laying and you were sleeping back in the morning and you watched the deer go by. And this is exactly the moment I'm talking about. It's just that, mm -hmm. or if you have vacation and you're standing on that porch with a coffee in your hand, you have nothing planned for the day. Like there's not nothing in your head is going like, well, this is what I'm going to do today because the weather is fine. But you're just standing outside the first like sun rays hitting your face. You're standing there with a coffee. You take the first sip and you're going like, Life could be more shitty. <laughs> Just like that. Right now, like, this is the moment I am completely happy. And, uh, you know, when I was working today, Sunny as well, I had, I had the, this feeling because, um, wife and kid were in the apartment with me. Mm -hmm. And so for, for a, uh, really a, a short moment, a split moment, split second, I was like, damn, life is good because we are here, the three of us working on, our house yeah. and, and so that was the exact feeling that that that, that I, I i went through that day um that, but i was mainly watching at uh, or, or answering from a maker's point of view um f to be totally honest uh when, when you told us about the the topic that you wanted to to discuss tonight i was like yeah there, there's probably three points of view that i can i can um adopt tonight the, the maker's point of view when you are working on the project because you're excited about the project, whether, whether it be uh, a renovation or a custom order or just something making something for you. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's kind of obvious. That's the, the feeling we all get when we, we are in the zone making what we yeah. love when, when we are doing what we love doing. Um, then you have the, um, for me personally, the father's uh, point of view and I try to get that every single day when just before going to bed or putting my son to bed we lay down on the bed he uh, lays down next to me his head on my shoulder and we are watching Instagram stories or Instagram videos it's it's nothing crazy it's just like sometimes dogs and cats playing or just uh, people filming um, or shooting shooting um, a video from a drone in the mountain above the ocean and with a nice music, but showing him the beauty of the world or how a, a dog or a cat can be funny and and very um, stupid, stupid, <laughs> 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 and we are laughing together, and we are discovering a new place together, and and so that split second, it's it's fleeting, it it doesn't last. This feeling of just being no. with someone that you love, doing something that you love, and for the all the gold in the world, you you wouldn't love to be, you wouldn't like to be somewhere else. Because exactly, that yeah. that's the perfect moment, and that's shared with some someone you love. Why why do you guys think is it such a fleeting moment though? Because I don't think happiness can can be uh, can last too for yeah. too long. No, hap, hap, I don't think happiness lasts at all. But contentment can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just being satisfied in the moment. 
I think yeah, uh, it's a combination about contentment and um, like the bliss, like the actual no, content. Like, not content. Oh no, no content. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I was mean, me being German really in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, right, but what you said, like the whole nature thing, uh-huh. that that's that's that. Uh, what's the word? In art, it's sublime. That the feeling mm-hmm. of being overwhelmed by nature basically yeah. feeling small and insignificant in the majesty in the majestic nature and just sort of the raw force of the environment around you i love i love that i had that once well many times uh because i i live in the mountains basically uh in the Alps, and so we are uh, often hiking not hiking but walking in the forest and and trying to find animals and stuff like that with the son the family and at that that's one of my happy places i go there when i'm i'm not feeling well i go into the forest when i come back i'm exhausted but i'm, I'm so much better in my head um, so that's something i try to do uh, quite often plus i also have this um, weird relation with ocean uh, or, or sea in general water so when i'm i'm feeling down uh, i've i find water it can be a lake, it can be a river, it can be ocean. I sit there, watch, listen, and I, it can it yeah it it calms down my my inside troubles, so to speak. Uh, so I can do that. But I got oh, many. Can, can, I, can I interject for a second? Yeah, because I had one of those really good water water moments earlier today. Yeah, in the beautiful sunshine. I went behind one of the containers and took a leak out of the fjord and just enjoyed the view. <laughs> I knew that where that was going before you said that. Like, I had one of those water moments. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know where this yeah, is no, going. But honestly, like that, that, that's also one of those moments where I can just slow down and for maybe half a minute, just enjoy the view. Yeah. No, but I, you're right. <laughs> people, people don't um, understand or take the measure of taking a wee outside in nature it can be yeah. so satisfying and it, it probably or, or honestly even a dump like one of the most brilliant things my grandfather did <laughs> so going go, going no, back no, to no. that coffee in the morning <laughs> yes, but listen, listen to this so there, we have we have this old tradition in norway of making like earth huts earth lean-tos basically i wouldn't like almost like a wooden teepee framework but you you basically put uh peat or like or soil up a build around it so you have almost like a hobbit house but it's more like teepee like mm-hmm. uh my grandfather built a couple of these through the years uh we still have one uh that we visit every now and again in egedal in norway and one of the things he brilliantly did is that he built this on one side of a hill and the other side is really steep but he built the the outdoor toilet there nice old house there's yeah no 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 walls just, just a bench that you can sit on and crap <laughs> and enjoy the view. And that is actually sublime, at, at least unless you're constipated, because then it's annoying. But, yeah. <laughs> there was this TV show when I was a kid, which is um, the story of a stuntman. Uh, it, it's a, a 70s, early 80s uh, American TV show. I don't remember the, 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 the title of it, but yeah, the older's... Uh, the older people listening to it will probably remember. And he was taking a, a bath in a bathtub outside of his house because he was living in Hollywood uh, on the hills. So yeah. basically he was he was bathing with the view on, on, on the city. And I was like, damn, that's that's cool. That, that's something I would li- like to do. Uh, and I will at some point one day. Uh, but anyway, one of those moments I remember very qu- clearly is when I went to see Stargate, the movie, oh, in an open-air yeah. theater during Ooh. summer, end of July. Oh, nice. And so it was pitch black outside, and the movie was about to begin, and I, I looked at the sky... And I remember clearly, like, just like if there was a camera just above my head, zooming out into the darkness of universe. Like, you see that sometimes at the beginning of the end of movies, like you zoom out till mm. infinity. And and that I had this feeling inside my head just before the beginning of the movie. I was like feeling 
again, it's going to sound cheesy or weird, but I was, I was one with the universe. So somehow, uh, plus I was watching Stargate. So that, that was great. And yeah. that, that's kind of fleeting moments that, that makes you just happy to be there when, when doing what you are doing. Yeah. Oh man, Stargate was good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, the, f- the movie was shit, but the TV series was wonderful. Both was good. Both were good. I, I Come mean, on. Was, no, the no, movie I, wasn't I, I that, that bad. bad. You're just too young. You can yeah. appreciate no, no, that. No, I, I remember <laughs> feeling like the movie was really, really good. Uh-huh. And I still really love it. But it's one of those bad movies I just really enjoy. Okay. Like, this, this yeah. is Limitless, the movie. It's a bad movie, but bloody hell, I really enjoy watching it. Yeah, okay. In that sense, yeah, you're totally right. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it's yeah. super good. But just with the premise of it, that, that's ta- what I love. Ta- talking about bad movies movies right i had a similar uh, situation where i was i was young we were in uh belgium on vacation on the st- uh, and we were on the beach and there was a uh, one of those floating movie theaters uh-huh. with like what they oh. fill with air and you're sitting on the beach and it's basically on the shoreline it's not directly in yeah. the water but it's just what like those blow up um uh, movie screens and the projector was in a um, van parked on the street projecting on it and That's it was cool. a free screening of Waterworld. Oh. So the movie started, of course, when the sun was just setting. And yeah. I believe the movie starts pretty much when the sun is rising, I believe. But yeah, just that sure. moment where it hit like that red. And you, when you were sitting right, you had that sea line just going through the screen, like with That's the all. scenery on the screen. And I remember that was freaking amazing. The rest of the movie still sucks. <laughs> you know what? That, weirdly enough, that that the movie uh, has taken shit over the years, and that that's still one of my favorite uh, Kevin Costner movie uh, of all time. It's not. I don't, I'm not saying that's a good movie. I I just, I'm just saying that I really uh, enjoy Mad Max like movie, and this one mm-hmm. was on the sea. I love the idea behind the movie. I'm not making it into a movie podcast. I love the idea behind the movie, but um, I just think they they could have done so much more with it. Yeah, but with all the trouble on on when on of course and all the the, the disagreements between. But when I watched it, I was 13 years old. I didn't think about any trouble while shooting it. I was just thinking about like, man, that left me unsatisfied. Like they could have done so much more. They could. They could have absolutely. Yeah, and. Uh, to go with my third uh, kind of moment so you have the maker part of it you have the step mm-hmm. um, not step uh, what I'm what, like, I was thinking yeah I was thinking stepfather but I don't know where that come from the father uh, <laughs> part of it and the, the the man just for you you or yourself um, mm. so I I got those um as I said, when I'm 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 walking in the forest, or just when I'm surrounded uh, with my wife and my kid, which could be the father thing as well. But uh, I remember very clearly um, the day of my wedding. Can <laughs> people also we have to say that? But the the day of my wedding. Getting married is a big stress because you have to prep everything, you have to think about everything, you have to take care of all your guests and family. But during that day, I I got my ten seconds for myself. This this total, um, yeah, this this moment of happiness when I was in the church, um, waiting for my wife to enter the church, and she was in the doorway. So the door wa- was open and she was um, getting prepared to enter the church. So I was watching her, looking at her. She was not aware of it. Uh, all the guests were chatting uh, between themselves. So I've, I was the only one able to see her. And I got this perfect moment of happiness for like five or ten seconds. And it was just great to yeah. to have this moment just for me that day, especially that day. So yeah, I I believe you can get them. You have to the 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 biggest problem is that you have to be aware that of them. You have to to spot them in your life, and I believe yep. that happiness can't last forever. But if you can, if you are able to recognize these fleeting moments of pure happiness, you can you can have a happy life even though 
shit can get messy or shitty or whatever yeah. uh, every single day but you, you can overcome a, every issue and and as long as you are able to spot these little moments and that's well said and it's not even about it's a, you can at least teach yourself to look for those moments mm -hmm. like once you see them and um if like shit really gets worse or you're not feeling good at least you can cheat a little bit and try to replicate Yeah. If you know stuff like that feels good, that's why you just having that coffee in the morning. The next time you're not going to feel the same way you did before, but at least it's going to make you feel better or remember that point. Like the next time you're out somewhere in the woods and you're sleeping in your sleeping bag, you might not see deer, but you're going to remember that part and you're putting yourself in the same situation. So at least you're setting yourself up for it. Uh, so right. I think this is something that, can help a lot if you're feeling down like there, there's just certain routines where i had one of those moments and i realized later like i like to do runs or do my walks in the vineyards up there i had a couple of mornings or uh, a couple of days where i was there and there was either a sunset or a sunrise which was absolutely beautiful and that just that moment where i felt happy and the moment where i was right now most of the time i feel tired in the morning it is cold But forcing myself to go up there at least gives me kind of a little bit of that perspective or sets me up for, oh, maybe there's going to be a nice sunrise. Maybe I'm going to see a deer. There's usually um, like a couple of birds around there. Like maybe they're here today. <laughs> so at least you're just setting yourself up for it. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. But I, I'm, I feel like I wonder if it's almost a learned skill to be able to look for those moments. I think so, yeah. Because I, I think I have friends who never have described those having those moments to me. They might have had them and never shared it with me. But yeah, I see. I, I, I think as as Jan said, you can you can set up your life for it when you know what to expect or what to look for. If you are able to spot them and recognize them, you can you can just enjoy them uh, for one split moment. Um, I, I I one split second should probably be the uh, correct expression. Um, yeah, same you, same, but different. I think I, you you must have had one to be able to find another one. Yeah. That's yeah, but right. but but I think I think Raz is right. Many people probably add some, but were uh, are not aware that they add any yeah. in the past because they don't just have the mindset. Um, to spot them, to recognize them, and I'm not saying that 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 uh, I'm not I'm I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. Probably that that some people are um, expecting too much from life, and and are expecting happiness to be something complete, uh, mm -hmm. like like a whole, like yeah. something that is so big that they wouldn't miss it when when it happens whereas that is possible mm -hmm. where, whereas happiness is is an accumulation of small things and 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 fleeting moments and and small joys i i can only guess i would like to think that everyone has those moments and realizes them and not just everyone talks about them this is what i like to believe i'm not sure if that's yeah. actually true For myself, I found out that um, I can, those moments when I have them, I can f not force them, but they last longer for me because I know what they are now. Yeah. And in going back to that is the reason why it's usually just a short amount or only like those split seconds or those couple of minutes you have is because we usually don't allow ourselves to slow down and just enjoy that moment because in our society these days, we're just always fighting on what's next, what's the next thing to do. Oh, this is fine. Like this is, Oh, that was nice. That was really beautiful. Check. <laughs> just yeah. check and like up off to the next one. And um, I think this is something you can train to be more content, to be more in that situation or like to enjoy yourself longer in that situation you were um at that moment I, th i think also like it's actually easier to be happy if you sort of quote unquote lower the bar for what's a happy moment 
Yeah. I mean, if if you need an entire day to be perfect, then you will be happy far less often than if you just say, I can recognize at this moment, these five minutes or these 30 seconds, this is happiness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can just recognize those, then you can suddenly just pause in the middle of a lunch break or a busy day and just say, ooh, this thing, this view, those clouds, that's happiness. Yeah. The one moment at Maker Central, uh, like the, not the last one, but the previous one, the first one, um, going there, getting there was was um, stressful. Yeah. Um, the travel, the plane, the uncertainty of what I would find over there, the people that I thought I knew, but I didn't because it was yeah. only through the internet. So I didn't know exactly what to expect. I didn't know what the event would be. I didn't know what the hotel would look like, but that was not very important. I was going there to meet people, something that I don't usually do. I, I don't like meeting new people because I'm an introvert somehow. Um, so it was super And see scary. what you ended up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, but it, it, was, it was scary. It was stressful. But once the first day was over and we all gathered at the bar, the Hilton, yeah. it was one of those moments. I was, yeah. I was with friends. Um, I, I, nobody was judging anyone. We were just sharing a drink or a hamburger and we were talking about each other, what we like, what we do, uh, how we do it. Uh, and and even though those conversations were were not the most important, we were just happy to be together. And for for me for me that was one of those moments that lasted for hours. Yeah, and and, and Al almost until the next morning when <clears throat> I woke up again because yeah, the yeah. hangover was not happy. That, <laughs> I bet, but but <laughs> but that 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 was my point. It it lasted for way more than five minutes or two mm. seconds or whatever. It lasted for almost two days. And um, that's also very dangerous, to be honest, because when you when you are happy uh, with people, and and that's also oh, you're uh, talking about the makers blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or or when you are not not only the makers blues, but when you are happy for a long time, when it's over, you can you can be very sad. I see that as as a, as a, not as a balance, but as a pendulum. Uh, yeah. When you yeah. go far right to happiness, it will go far left to sadness, blues, or depression even. So you have to be careful about that because if you are super happy, let's say Maker Central last time, super happy, everybody was happy to be together, and then the pandemic hit and, and lockdowns and Maker Central is cancelled. It would be easy because you don't have the... the a new date for a new event when you will see your friends to go deep into depression or blues or just being, oh, damn, I won't be able to see my friends this year. Yeah. And you have nothing to look forward to and therefore you are not happy and not being happy because of that will ruins or will ruin all the small moments of happiness that you could find along the way during the, the year of you not going to make a central like seeing a deer or beautiful sunshine or having a coffee in a good place with other friends so think, it, oh, yeah sorry. go for it oh i was just thinking like this is but that has a lot to do with mindset because mm -hmm. that would mean i would not be allowed to be ecstatic about it seeing everyone again because oh I'm going to leave in three days anyway, basically that way. And I don't want to do that. I rather try to feather the impact afterwards with yeah. writing, staying in contact, giving those people a call, like a video call or something, and uh, already planning for the next event, maybe. And even if you don't know... You're forcing your friends to be on a podcast. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who had that idea. <laughs> but those, yeah, but those are the things. Like, I much rather try to deal with the consequences in a better way than not allowing myself um, the happiness in that moment. No, sure. Yeah. You just have to be careful uh, uh, about not letting this blues 
uh, settle uh, in your mind and and exactly yeah the, the aftermath of it yeah 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 do do the aftermath and, and just look forward to the next occasion and if there is no next occasion planned create it that's why I I tried to push uh, texting Tuesday on on Instagram contact people if, yeah. if your moment of happiness is to be with people to talk with people uh, other makers or other friends just create the opportunity to to be in this happy place and in his happy moment you can uh yeah you, you said if you if you set up your mind to uh recreate them mm -hmm. moments that happiness moment of happiness that you have in the past same goes with new moment of happiness you can just not recreate them but create them by putting the right people at in the in the right place and 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 Yeah, just doing your best to create something that would make you happy. Mm -hmm. That's not that hard. I mean, Rasmus, you were super right when you were thinking about setting the, the bar pretty low. If you don't have any expectation, you can't be disappointed. Uh, but if you are expecting to be happy every single morning when you wake up, Damn, your life's gonna be very long because it's 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 not going good after a certain age, as you were reminding me uh, <laughs> a few moments ago. Uh, when you're getting old, your body starts not following and it starts hurting. Doesn't mean that you can't be happy. It just means that you're gonna do the same shit that you were doing younger, but only more slowly or more painfully or more rarely mm -hmm. depends but it doesn't prevent you to be happy and the only yeah i'm gonna stop stop rumbling that if there is one thing that i i i really want to say about this this um topic i realized when i was alone in a faraway country in deep shit because I was sick, broke, uh, and unable to get any kind of help or support from anyone. So I was pretty much on my own. Uh, I realized how important it is to have friends, family, support. And basically your happiness is, is only based on the relationship you have with other people. I'm not talking about this kind of moment where you wake up in 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 nature and see a, a beautiful animal or that kind of stuff because that's that's your happiness that's that's totally up to you and that's kind of a selfish happiness which is totally fine because that's a great moment to live but the happiest moment that I had in my life was always always with someone else one or many so yeah connect with people you you will be happier if you do than just being happy on your own nah I just need my coffee <laughs> <laughs> just kidding and dogs also dogs dogs make Dog, yeah dogs are good dogs, are That's Do good. dogs make your life better yeah and is that your focus could be Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm good today. No, actually, you are actually, really good. No, actually, <laughs> you're point, right. On time. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna put my focus on every person working for dogs, with dogs, uh, healing them, mm, uh, training them, educating them, uh, or rescuing them. Uh, in any kind of way or short form what's the I don't remember what's the expression but yeah um, if you are working with a dog you are training it you are um, taking care of it I like you so yeah that's my focus of the, of the week yeah people working for or with dogs yes okay good Jan I feel like I should, should tell something deep now, but uh, actually, no, I just have something um, slightly entertaining. Um, it's actually a guy called uh, George Dunnett, a Scottish mm -hmm. fellow. And the funny thing about him is he only has a handful of videos out, and most of them are 
what does a video on or uh, I sold my Instagram account for $25,000. Um, so, so like a kind of like how much money do you make when you have 1 million subscribers? Those were like the first videos, but that's not how I found him. I found him because of his last two videos. And I was basically, he bought a small house in a little town north of, um, of Edinburgh uh-huh. and renovated it. And he didn't even necessarily do it himself. He's not like the, the maker type. So he had most of it done by contractors, but he just well documented it, how everything was renovated, what had to be changed. And so this was really, really just enjoyable to watch. And then he has another video where he goes into it. And so I clicked on one of his older videos with that. Um, I sold my Instagram account and then he basically says, well, I work, I do video editing for work. And I had when I was younger and I was doing um, or he has a video with 50 million views on it. And he said, well, I did that because that was just dumb luck that that thing went viral, that video. But he just automatically tells him like, this is how much I made over that time period. Uh, This is when the ad copulates hit. And so even that is interesting because even it sounds clickbaity. Uh, because a lot of people just say like, well, this is how much you earn. And then they start, well, maybe it's because of this and that. No, he's just like, well, this is my experience from my personal, like, this is my personal experience with those things. I'm not analyzing anyone else. This is basically how it's working. Here are my numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Do whatever you want to. Yeah, so that was actually really enjoyable to watch. But I, I found him and I really enjoyed the video about the house. And he now said that he actually wants to travel around and visit tiny houses and have interviews with the people building them and just see how they're or like small buildings and how they renovated them. And I think it's a great idea. What's his name again? Uh, I think it was George Dunnett. Yeah, I, I already found it and stick it in the notes. Perfect. Fantastic. Yeah. Because I'm magical today. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, my focus is the virtual craft fair, craft festival. Oh, that's, that's a good on one. This weekend. Yes. Yeah. But specifically, uh, Al Sakshak's video and Franco Noche's video, because they both did cooking and they were both like guesting each other's video and they had some really good banter going, r- cooked some horribly delicious looking food That's you should either be eating while looking at it or already have eaten because it's dangerous stuff. Yeah. Okay. But it's delicious. So, sounds great. Yeah, I, I completely There's... missed it. Well, to, uh, now the links are into Notion thing, so you can watch those two videos specifically, and there should be links to all the other ones from there. Nice. I do Nothing. that tomorrow at 12 when I'm allowed to eat again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably wait a bit. Nice. You had more? Or? I'm good. No. Done? Yeah. No? I think we are. At least for the week. At least for now. Yeah. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us collectively at Two Thirds Focused in any of the mostly social places. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and Lewinsmeer.no. And you can find me at Redsmith or The Redsmith everywhere and TheRedsmith.com. And me at NerdInventor.com or NerdInventor on YouTube, Insta. Oh, and speaking of uh, Insta, I have two more things, actually. First of all... Um, I, because I've been talking about gardening again, <laughs> I'll know as soon as it stops raining, I'm going to make a small tour of the garden and I'm going to upload it on the two thirds oh, yeah. focused nice, Instagram. Yeah. So people actually know what the hell we're talking or I'm talking about when I'm rambling on about it. And also, um, because we talked about it earlier, Maker Central is coming up and it's getting closer fast. So get your tickets, get your flights, get yeah. your hotels. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All of those. And that's it. Very nice. Thank you for listening. Take care, everyone. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye.